jealous? Jealous? You don't even exist to me. I'm big, you're small. No, wrong movie. Mm, very wrong. Um, gel? Okay, give me another one. Okay. Really? Look in your eyes tells me you might not be so sure. After all, you have every reason in the world to do it. You, you killed Chris, and you killed your mom. You killed your mom and you came out of her. No, that's, that's really special. Even I couldn't go that low. Bravo! I've never seen anything this mean. Yeah, I don't know. If Is it that movie. one movie with the white people that do coke? <laughs> Is it Cruel Intentions? Okay, then but I don't know. It sounds like it. so. Like it sounds like it could be from. That yeah, movie. it does. Okay, I don't know that movie. Um, I bind you, Nancy, from doing. From oh, doing The Exorcist. <laughs> All right, so it's the craft. Oh. What is that? What is that? I thought maybe you hadn't seen it, but not know what it is. Is that the one with the mixed girl in it? <laughs> fuck, I'm getting it Welcome all back wrong. to the read, guys. <laughs> okay, fuck it. I'm Nancy Downs. And I am Phony Braxton. Uh, Halloween. It is today. Well, it was. Whatever. Right. In the past. Hope y'all are enjoying yourselves eating all your kids' good candy that you took from them. Talking about you was checking it. And for all of the people out there who are going to Target or wherever that sells candy today to get that 50% off. We see you. We're with you. Um, Welcome back to another week of nonsense here at The Read. First, uh, Black Excellence. Today is all about wigs. Okay. Hair. I love wigs. Um, so the Sigma Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, mm-hmm. specifically the Tau Sigma alumni chapter, has donated over 100 wigs and scarves to the University of Mississippi Medical Center for women battling breast cancer. Oh, my goodness. So uh, besides the fact that, you know, sororities and fraternities are usually to do things in the community right right um this particular uh act of kindness also apparently strikes close to them one of their chapter members passed from breast cancer so this was in uh effort also october's breast cancer, cancer awareness month, month. yes Ugh. so this was a way for you know to bring a little bit of yeah. joy and maybe some glam a hundred wigs man that's a lot of heads. it is it is and that's a lot of women who probably don't feel ready to face the world without something like that on their heads. And so, you know, whatever you need to get you through breast cancer treatment, I say go for it. So that's a beautiful thing. Shout out to the SG Rose. I love that. So this week. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Uh, and hot tops on fuck your bottom. Where to begin? Um, how do you unfuck a bottom? I don't know. No. <laughs> how do you unfuck your brain? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Therapy. Same. Hard there you work, go. Medication. All of those things. Got you. Got you. Copy. First up, um, word on the street is that they'll be making a remake to Clueless. The 1995 film, um, Paramount Pictures, apparently, is working on a remake with Marquita Robinson, who writes for Glow. I think she also wrote for New Girl, uh, Survivors or more, some other stuff. And then Tracy Oliver is producing. Tracy Oliver, obviously known for Girls Trip and for being the mean co-worker on Opera Black Girl. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Apparently, you can look forward to a mm. new-aged version of Clueless. Now, here's the thing, right? Um, I'm fine with this only because I have seen Clueless several times, like many people. Yeah. I recognize it as a classic. I've enjoyed the film every time I've watched it. Um, Zuri James was an excellent share for Halloween. Oh, my God. Wasn't that so cute? Um, what is this child not good at? So, I mean, that's nothing. besides the no, point. No, nothing. It's the answer's nothing. I'm not going to rant too early. Okay. The point is, while I enjoy Clueless, I'm not so attached to it that I feel like, no, do not do. Honestly, they can make mm. Cher and Dion ponies for all I fucking care. I'll okay, probably no. still go watch no, it. No, no. There's no. only three things I really want out of this remake, and I'll tell you what they are. The yellow plaid suit. I don't care who it's on, who's playing Cher. I really don't give a shit. Okay. But I want to see the yellow plaid suit in some form or fashion. Secondly, some sort of a tribute uh, to Brittany Murphy. Of course. And lastly, Stacey Dash is not allowed to come to any promotional events or talk about the movie at all. Oh, and a fourth one. Okay. Whoever signs the lead to play Cher, mm-hmm. make sure that it's in her contract that if y'all niggas do another Clueless series that she got to play the lead to. Because what I did not enjoy about the motherfucking oh, Clueless no, era terrible. is that they did a TV series after it and I was young enough to actually watch and enjoy it. And they didn't have Alicia Silverstone playing the lead character right. because Alicia was like, girl, what the fuck did you think this was? But like everybody else in the movie was in it. Right. I remember that. And I remember thinking, do I do not like this without real shit. It just wasn't the same. It wasn't. It was so close, though. But I did watch a few episodes she of it. She is literally the Polaroid of perfection. She has everything and she'll give it to you in a set. Looks can deceive. She wears her heart on her sleeve. Yeah, there you go. She'll give you away. Hey, not just for one day. Every day is an ordinary day. 
say in her words, she's an ordinary girl. Wow. That was beautiful, honestly. Um, I enjoyed that. Well, I love <laughs> I love the Clueless movie, I think, a lot more than you do. And probably for me, part of it is that Clueless is so nineties. It is mm-hmm. so nineties. Every Everything fucking about it. thing about it. The clothes, the beepers. It's so nineties. And I'm like, if you remake it in a modern movie That's the issue. Like, I feel like that's probably on Netflix somewhere right now. They probably mm. there's probably some teenager movie. That but maybe is like they'll that. make it based in the nineties. Okay, but then why? Because we already have the real one. Why not? I mean, so I'm not upset at the black girls getting jobs. This Tracy and Marquita thing, I'm all for that. I just have my reservations about a remake to a movie that I love so much. That could be Aliens so. for all I give a shit. I'll probably still See, go watch it. No. I was no. like seven when Clueless came out. <laughs> oh, but I've watched God. it a ton of times throughout life. So I it's not Clueless like I don't came out in like 99. understand. 95. Oh my God. What? Um, yeah. Oh my God. So I don't know, child, but what I can say is that, um, I'm probably going to look at this. Okay. Well, we'll see for me. I don't know. They're probably going to end up doing some sort of a, I don't know, maybe they'll swap races around or gender or make it based in like. I mean, maybe. The city of Atlantis or. Atlantis or Atlanta? Maybe Egypt. Oh, both. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) you. I don't know what they'll do to make it different or whatever. I'm just like, I don't care. I'm I'm not highly anticipating it. But, you know, if they come out and be like, oh, yeah, Stacey Dash is in it, then I'm like (laughs) almost certainly not going to go see it. You know, Stacey is going to milk her whatever two two minutes of fame that she keeps probably get right. out of this because somebody's going to ask her about it but yeah, I don't care I just want to see the little outfit yeah that's really all okay. I get you're here for the clothes about yeah all and right. hopefully what did what was Donald Faison's character name I want him to still have braces oh <laughs> oh god they were so young yeah. what was that what was his name in the in the movie Dion what was Dion's boyfriend's name I feel like it should be right there when you say it I don't remember right well, when Google tells it's me like what it is. It's like a goofy, oh, what is it? <laughs> it's a name that I automatically associate with white boys because I've only ever known white boys with this name. Tad. No, not that white. Um, it starts with an M. Max. You're getting warmer. Mm, no. Murray. <laughs> I've never known a black Murray in my whole life. I ever in my day. <laughs> like, <I was laughs> Not a, ever. I forgot but that. But I went to school with like five of them. True. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Good luck with, to the black girls working on this. Yeah. Um. So speaking of black girls doing fun new things, um, let's talk about Cynthia Dargan. Cynthia. Lamo. Cynthia Darden Lamo. Little Mo, Cynthia Darden. Oh, I was like, who the fuck is Cynthia Darden Lamo? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Little Mo, what is she up to? Little Mo has an Instagram page, and on it, she posted the following iOS press release on October 24th. 2018 at 7.16pm. Okay. I love that your iOS press releases can give you a date and time. Yeah, you know, when you really want them to, you yeah. can timestamp them. That's great. Or you can crop it out. 
Whatever you want. However you're feeling. But what will remain is that red dotted line to let me know <laughs> that you spelled something wrong or didn't And use. that Apple iPhone font. Alex puts iOS press release at the top of our Instagram <laughs> pictures when she does that. <laughs> so little mom says... Today has been one of those days. I usually hold it all together, but when it's so much going on inside, it's hard to suppress something you have been wanting to do. Well, Lil Mo talks more like, I've given you 20 years plus to being Lil Mo. All right. Thank you so much. I'm going to give you all new music and a new TV show in 2019. We push in for January. Then after that, it's time to be Cynthia Dargan. I've always wanted to be a lawyer. The time's now. What? I'll use my influence to be great. Pray for my family and I. What? Hold on. No. Lowercase I. This is a decision I've been wanting to make, but the time has come. I also love that when she took a screenshot of this, okay. the little cursor, you know the typing, like the yeah. cursor lets you know where you're typing at, where you're at. Mm-hmm. It's still there. Yeah, it is. Like, you gotta be mindful of is certain things. Yeah. You watch it? The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Um, no. I am... <laughs> So you know she better says than well, I'm not watching nothing called no. You know better than that. It's good. But uh, I just am so confused by Oh, this. the caption. Unless my new song with... I don't know what that's... A, so she wants to be a rapper? A lawyer, sis. Unless my new song with White K? I don't know what that says. W-K-Dash. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. Do so crazy that I have no choice... But to tour, a bitch gonna give y'all an album and I'm about to be somebody's lit-ass attorney. I can't wait. So the next decade, I need to be totally focused. Little Mo versus Cynthia Dargan. How old is Cynt? So, I'm thinking this WK is Wiz Khalifa. How? how? Well, hell, I'm just thinking of people who that could possibly <laughs> be. I feel like maybe she had a spasm or something. Is and there just an artist called it. Wizard Kelly? Mm. Wizard Kelly is the nigga from the Proud Family. Oh, right. Yes. The movie theaters and was basically Never Magic mind. Johnson. That's Magic Johnson. <laughs> Every time I go to the Magic Johnson Theater in Harlem, I be Wizard like, this Kelly is Wizard Theater. Kelly. That's theater. what I do, too. It is Wizard Kelly. Okay. So. The Proud Family is so good. Now, that should not ever be touched. The, leave it alone. Remaster All it, if anything. Give us some you know, maybe clear updated up, colors, clear it up a little, right? Like, digitize it a little, whatever y'all got to do. Get Solange to re record the theme. There you go. <laughs> That's we can all I need. the theme song. That is it. That is it. A Blu ray. Let Blue box Ivy set. do it. Thank you. Let Blue Ivy do the theme Sir and Rumi on the done. keys and strings. Yes. And we're finished. And leave it alone. So I found this Instagram post and I. Why mm-hmm. has she gone to school? I'm assuming she's going to get started after January. Okay, so when she says, I'll use my influence to be great, does she think that... I'm guessing she thinks that because she's a little emotional, she'll get a lot of clients. Why would that be? I don't know. <laughs> because... <laughs> I don't know. Like Phaedra taught these hoes, just yep. because your attorney is famous does not mean she is necessarily yep. effective. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to... You might still go to jail, sis. I'm all for black girls switching up their careers and doing something new, though. Same. So, but, sis, that's so much work. Like, that's four years of undergrad. I'm assuming she doesn't have a bachelor's. And then she has to go to law school 
you know. Lumo is cute without all the makeup and stuff. She on. has. Don't she have a bunch of kids and a nigga that she constantly running around because he like. They do have many kids. Won't stop cheating. It's going to be hard, but you know, good luck. Not impossible. Her. Not impossible. And we hear stories like that all the time. I just am really struggling with like the idea of Lil Mo being somebody's attorney. I'm, that's that's my favorite part. <laughs> it's not that Lil Mo can't do it or whatever. Yeah, I would love no. for you to be a little um a little ghetto legally blind. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? I would Ooh, love now, it. That's a movie. I would. Somebody write watch that. that. Somebody write Baps oh, Meets Legally bitch. Blonde. Hell yes. Will fucking <laughs> Do that movie. Legally bitch. Ombre? <laughs> First in line. <laughs> Not Legally Ombre. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, God. I will be the first in line. Okay, Woo. so yeah, it's really just me imagining Lil Mo being like, oh. "Your Honor, I called to the the stand." <laughs> like representing all okay. her niggas from B More. Okay, I see it for you, Lil Mo. You know what? I'm sure. all about sure. having, um, you know, a passion and a dream and right. setting forth. I meant to look up. I mean, she's got plenty of time. Oh, that's why she said, "Pray for us over the next decade." You right? Because yeah. that's how long that's gonna take. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that's right, girl. A whole decade. But that's go for about it. how much. You sh- yes, why not? You only get one life. I hope she knows how much work this is. Like it's, it's hard. A lot of fucking work. Fucking work. You I still mean, have little kids. Is the easy part, right? <laughs> Everybody in law school is like, I never sleep. All I do is drink co- <laughs> coffee and like take caffeine pills and fucking read and write. I this girl tweeted me and said that she had just uh, passed the bar exam. And she was celebrating at Trilloween. And I actually met her at the party and gave her a big ass hug. And I was like, bitch, you know, I don't do shit. Never gave school two looks. Don't give a fuck about like, that. Like, never gave a fuck. <laughs> so, but I know. Yes. Oh, Shout sis. You. That you busted your ass. Yes. So, yeah, Lil Mo, go for it, you know. And mm-hmm. and uh, keep yourself surrounded by people that are going to keep you absolutely and yes. genuinely prayed up. And encouraged. I hope her husband steps up and and takes over some of the responsibilities I mean, with the kids and all that, so that she can least. focus on school. Right. <laughs> the least the nigga could do. Good luck, girl. Um. Next up, Tyler Perry, a pre, a, a pre, appeared on Bevy Smith's Sirius XM show, Bevelations. Um, okay, that's a cute name, isn't it? <laughs> Bevelations. I was on it cute. once. She's the <laughs> what? best. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go find that. You don't promote shit. Yeah, I'm so what like. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I don't say nice things about myself. Oh, God. Alex posted it all over social media and stuff, and I'm like, the work is done. I can oh, go take so a nap you didn't now. have to actually say it yourself. Gotcha. Um. Yes, Tyler Perry was on the show. Right. I think he's from uh, promoting that show, that movie, Nobody's Fool. That's about to yes, come out. Amber's Tika. movie. Amber's movie, right. And uh, <laughs> T- Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish, Tika. I think Amari Hardwick is in it. Whoopi Goldberg. And then some other people that Tyler right. Perry likes. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, sure. no, absolutely. Um, so, during this interview, he said a very interesting tidbit. Which is that apparently it's time for Medea to die. He said that he doesn't want to be Medea's age playing Medea, which (laughs) makes sense. Solid. Um, And also said that next year he's going on a farewell tour as Medea with Cora and Brown and everybody else. (gasps) 
I'm going. Oh, like, I, I have to. I'm going. Because I was just thinking, I'm actually, I'm not sad, but this isn't the end, end of an era. era. Right. I said the same shit. Medea was like, <laughs> I used to really fuck with them stage plays. I'm sorry. Same. I loved them. I loved I'll never them forget this girl, uh, my friend Katie. I must have been a freshman. She was the first person to tell me about Medea at school and it just sounded like the funniest shit and she was already hilarious so every like the way that she told stories was funny and I was just like what is this I have to see it as the funniest fucking shit and she was like I said like what channel is it on or something I think it was in a show and she was like nigga nigga, no no, it's a play I was like well how do you how do you watch it all oh your church probably will have it or some shit like that and I was like (laughs) Wait a minute. You talk about some old bitch that be shooting people. My church is not going to have I don't know what church you go to. My church. Sure enough, it was at the church. I know it was. And the first one I watched was Medea's Family Reunion, the play. Loved it. Which is still one of my favorite Tyler Perry things, period. Which is funny seeing as how Tyler, Medea's Family Reunion, the film, is, is so one of my least favorite so bad. Tyler Perry. <laughs> but Medea herself was always great and funny. Right. Always liked Medea. The Medea universe, not so much. Because you have to sit <laughs> through crackhead after crackhead right. after AIDS. <laughs> like, it's just... Lots of fuck. ballads and just... Well, Tamala Man and them singing was great sometimes and sometimes it was like okay we are two and a half hours into this production (laughs) that's true did we need another number right now my god if you've seen the same play so many times you'd be like okay bitch I do not need to hear this song (laughs) everybody I knew had bootleg copies of Mendy I didn't know anybody with a legit copy of girl now you know that nigga ain't never getting out of jail (laughs) once upon a good time (laughs) like wait a minute can we just get Why do I feel like girl? When they would hit like an excellent story beat and then you had to sit through at least four minutes right. of vocals and, and like, I'm like, wait. Fast forward. Who is the daddy? I just want to know. Yeah, so well, you're right. it's time. It's time for Medea to go. And I hope, you know, Tyler Perry just, <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> the hires more people to help out with movies and you know everything involved because I know he turns them out real quick like I think more if he says maybe different okay well I was under the impression he didn't have nobody at the you think so no I don't mean like shooting movies I mean like writing them and deciding who's going to be in them I just feel like numbers is not Tyler Perry's problem okay well no definitely not (laughs) not number of people watching and not number of dollars made either I just personally feel like his films are usually lacking something big like a solid plot usually <laughs> that's how i feel about tyler perry movies but well i'm all for dead Medea. i wish him um, the, the best i actually saw on the way down here it looks like a trailer for the movie is already out because he said he shot what Medea's family funeral he said they shot that two years ago, but he put it on ice basically for them Halloween movies to come out and then Acrimony. Oh my God. And so then next year, I think in March, they're releasing this Medea gotcha. family funeral film going on tour. And I guess that will be the end of Medea. So, I mean. Well, it's smart to have already shot it. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> then you could do it. That was really smart, I guess. Yeah. And um, maybe wanna... he did that in case he randomly died in an accident or something. They wanted just one more Medea movie for the fans. You don't think so? I feel like a lot of people plan ahead no, like that. No, this is the fact that you're. <laughs> 
It's the fact that you will randomly come up with the most, like, left things that also make sense. It's like, I would have never, that would have never come to mind. But it's also something that could be like, this nigga could be like, you know what? I need to just make sure it's one in the chamber. What if I just drop dead or the cops kill me? Plane crash. Oprah don't want to be my friend no more or whatever. And And there's no way for me. I just have to wrap up Medea's story. I don't want nobody else to make a decision. He was thinking about the Amy's. (laughs) Right. They knew they was going to need closure. I'm just saying. I bet you Tyler Perry was thinking ahead like that. I bet you he was. I'm so mad at this Medea family funeral. Oh, uh, God, this trailer. What the fuck? So I hope that Medea doesn't die. Because when he said Medea funeral or something like that, it sounded at first like Medea. Like it was Medea's funeral. Right. But this is somebody, based on the trailer, somebody else is dying. Oh, okay. Because I haven't seen the trailer. And they're all getting together for the funeral. Oh, um, maybe Medea. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say maybe Medea will die at the end. Damn, yes, that's what I was thinking. Like they came together for somebody's funeral and then she died at the end of it. Because how the fuck are you gonna do a Medea funeral and Medea did? Bitch, you wanna see Medea. Like Right, that's true. She's Medea to gonna be, be in, in purgatory. Like Oh God, maybe she dies and then she comes back and haunts all these hoes. Now that would be Lit. That would be funny as oh my god. You know what? I hate to say it. I'm going to see this and when they come to my city, I'm going I'm to, going see, to see that. I'm like I'm participating in both. I want to see it. I'm not even gonna front. I hated them Halloween movies. I thought Acrimony was probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But I definitely <laughs> want to see this Medea's family funeral. I really, really do. I saw the first Halloween one. Didn't bother watching the second one. Um, and the reason I watched the first one is because I was so intrigued on how this woman, again, that was introduced to me in church, was doing a Halloween movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I watched it. And I didn't see Acrimony because you told me it was the worst movie you've ever seen. Well. So, um, well. with all that being said, I've never shied away from giving <sighs> Tyler Perry the respect that he deserves as a black creator, right. as a black a black job maker. Yes, he employs a lot of black people. That matters a lot. Um, And friend of Oprah. There's a wing in his house that's just for Oprah. Oh, my God. That's this- what I heard. You know, I actually would not be surprised if Oprah was like, I need my own private entrance to your home. Thank you so much, Tyler. <laughs> like, this is just the part of your house where nobody goes but me, even when I'm not here. It doesn't matter. Like, this Oprah's inner sanctum at Tyler Perry's house. That makes total sense to me. Of course she does. Did you hear that she's campaigning with Stacey Abrams? I did hear In that Georgia, today. knocking on doors. Oprah was like, let me get out the house. <laughs> like, imagine if you are just at home. And do what I got to do. <laughs> You know that it almost reminds me of um, when Obama was was campaigning and she put on her Thanos glove. Oh my God! Oprah got up off of off of her uh, was love it a seat. Thanos glove? And she was just like, <laughs> "What y'all are going to do is vote for this one." Well, I mean, it was Chicago too. It was it was just yeah. uh-uh. you know it was perfect. I just you y'all know, please go vote. Just, oh my God. Uh, Oh no! Please, let's not get sad. Let's not get sad, right? I know. I'm. I'm. I'm finished. I don't have anything else to say. Okay. Just go and vote. And go and don't vote Republican. And go and don't do that. <laughs> don't vote Republican. And take, take whoever, take kind of conversations about it. Ask your mom and them if your your little siblings and cousins who are old enough have taken their asses out. Oh my God! It's a damn shame that we have to like pray. Just for decency to win. I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, Same. I, I have a. Please. Okay. I have like a pain in my back now. 
All right, Medea. We'll see you in the afterlife, sis. Um, moving on. So, once upon a time, in I believe the 90s, mm-hmm. um, Ja Rule and, and 50 Cent began to hate one another. And uh, here we are in 2018, and shit hasn't changed. <laughs> so, um, wow, I feel like maybe I was introduced to Medea and this beef at the same time. No, well, hell, maybe. Around the same? Well, no, because that was like 2000, 2001, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I was in high school yet. It wasn't too, well, wasn't too far apart regardless. Right. Anyway, so the other day, 50 Cent, um, probably the most popular black uh, internet troll, has, I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. Candace Owens. No, not Candace Owens. Okay. Well, you're right. You're right. Okay. Well, you know, just saying. Um. So, an internet troll that niggas like a lot for whatever reason <laughs> recently took to his Instagram oh. to let us know that Ja Rule's tickets are on Groupon for fifteen dollars each, along with a few of uh, laughing emojis. He also informed us that he has purchased two hundred front row tickets. To Ja Rule's concert, Mm-mm. just <laughs> so that they will be empty. I feel like that's not going to end the way you think it will, sir. <laughs> like, why would people just sit there for the whole show and just look at empty seats? They wouldn't. They would move up. They'll probably go and sit in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even if they didn't, right? First of all, think about how much you have to hate somebody for it to be 20 years and you spent $3,000 just to get on their nerves. Wait, 200 tickets was $3,000? 15 each? Is that not the matter? Oh, okay. I missed that important tidbit. All right. I'm back with you now. So... So you gave this man $3,000 or, you know, the promoter or whomever. Wherever it goes. You just donated this money, basically upgrading the seats of the next 200 people behind those. Is that? I don't know. Whose feelings does this hurt? I'm confused. <laughs> 50 Cent don't think shit through. And this is how it will be fun. You for got me. too much money for this. You have to go. <laughs> like you have, if, if 50 Cent Yes. Goes to Ja Rule's concert. Yes, you're right. Because he posted like some photoshopped image of him like sitting in the middle of 200 empty seats. Okay. To continue the troll. Right. No, I get it. If you really do that. <laughs> now that would be now funny. That will take me to a higher place. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. If this nigga goes to the concert and sits amid amidst 200 clearly empty seats right. while Ja Rule is on stage. Right. I need the aerial shot of all of that. it. <laughs> and here's the thing. I think he'll do it. You know, I don't even doubt that 50 Cent would. You know, I'm just saying that this is less fun You good? You're not unless a outfit keeps falling off. You are like, I'm... I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think this is a smart idea, but I rarely think that 50 Cent does have smart ideas. And it just seems like 
why put forth this kind of energy after all this time? Like, why do you still care? Just, that it doesn't make sense. Ja Rule was even worse because he responded by doing a whole bunch of like homophobic shit. What? Like he posted up like some picture of oh, 50 Cent that looked like it was placed into an app so that he would have makeup and a wig on his face. Basically shit that I was doing when I was like 12. Okay. And then um, also I heard, I didn't see this, but I heard he also posted some Photoshop shit with him and with 50 Cent and, and Young Buck or somebody else from G-Unit and like some dildos or sex toys or some oh, shit like God. that. Oh God, really? Like that... that's the best you could do? Like that's where you had to After go After this it? nigga has been sunning you for decades? <laughs> He literally what? ruined your career. God damn, John He ruined your career. See, I can't even root for that nigga either. Like, I was rooting for him when he was the face of that luxury, um, <laughs> whatever that luxury festival that was That rich nigga um, yeah. island festival right. shit that they When they scammed all, all them rich white folks out their money, but you had to know rich white people was going to sue yeah, and get their shit nothing. back. So I was like, damn, that's too bad. Yeah, like what? But this, it's like, you could have just been like, Nigga, you whack. Thanks for buying 200 seats at my shows. I'm sure the fans will appreciate a free upgrade or something like that. Like, why go to homophobic dumb shit? For what? Niggas. This is... See, I didn't even hear about this other than the... Um, I heard about the 50 Cent buying the tickets thing, but I didn't hear about none of the rest of it because the carbs and the barbs have been going at it for so long. So I'm mad that I missed this whole story anyway, and I'm just now hearing about it. But it's like, damn, how come... Why is it y'all won't give me one nigga to root for? Like, how come in this weird old ass beef in a time that nobody even still cares about either one of y'all music? Do I can I not pick a clear favorite here? Why not? I just don't understand. Everybody's a disappointment. Well, speaking of the carbs and the barbs, they've had uh, quite a week. Um, don't they always? Yeah, it seems like pretty consistent. They're, they're a spirited bunch. Oh God! Are you tired? Oh, do you want to just skip it? I'm I don't really like. I really hate this. This I know niggas have been like in my mentions all week long. Oh my God! This week's episode is gonna be so great. I can't wait for giving to see with the voice. Oh my God! I don't care about this. Is it that it's voice all fucking stupid. Right no, it's whatever I did when I was reading her Nicki Minaj's tweets. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. This is stupid. It's fucking dumb, and I'm tired of both of them. To be quite fucking honest with you, at this point, if you have heard by now. I will give you just a very quick rundown of what the hell these heifers is talking about. Mad at now, whatever. Started off with um, what is this? Jack Daniels Royal Crown Royal, the sister. The, the don't do that. Innocy. Her, she was talking about how the Nikki and the Barb's leaked Cardi's number and uh, the Barb's were sending messages threatening culture and she posted what? screenshots oh, God. of alleged stands talking about running the baby over and killing the baby and blah, 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 which I don't put it past anybody, to be honest with you. I don't but. put it past stands. Um. Also made references to Nikki and Raleigh, who has a podcast with uh, Nikki's other friend Brooke Bailey, and those two girls constantly talking about Cardi and her sister. What? This incited Raleigh to hop onto the internet and talk about, uh, you know, beating up Hennessy the way that she beat up Cardi B. They went back and forth about whatever nonsense. Now, really. 
I'm tired of Cardi and Nikki in the scenario. So that's all I will say about those. Like, that's where it began. Gotcha. Neither one of them, in my opinion, is relevant to continue in the story. But okay, so so from there. I'm surprised you knew all that backstory because I didn't know none of that. I didn't know that's how apparently up until it started. Nikki got on Queen Radio hollering. Well, that's probably. I mean, that's that's where it began. Got you. They started this whole back and forth about who beat up who, or or you know if Ra really beat up Cardi at the thing, and Hennessy remains that it was security and that they leaked uh, Cardi's number and all of these other people, whatever. So. That's how this begins. Queen Radio starts, which I didn't even know about it until we were, I think we were in the car leaving, like heading to the airport from the house we were in in LA. And Alex, of course, is listening to Queen Radio. Now, I didn't know. I didn't know. Last time it was on, she texted me like, are you listening to Queen Radio? Anyway, so... She's listening to it, and I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, maybe Nicki Minaj is on Queen Radio just promoting her music or playing music or talking about how great it is to be rich and and good-looking. You know, just having a normal day. Mm -hmm. Nope. I get on to Instagram as we're heading to Coffee Bean or wherever the fuck it is that we're going, and I see that she's actually discussing... Ra beating up Cardi. She says on Queen Radio that Ra beat her ass so bad that she was mad at Ra and that she has footage of it because she has a cameraman there. She also then says she'll pay $100,000 to the venue if they give up the surveillance footage. But then she also said that she doesn't want to put out video of Cardi getting beat up because why? She doesn't have to do that. Right. Um. What else did she say on there? She said that Mitch hit her eight, nine times. Uh, she just wants to move on from it. She's tired of it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, she said she felt like Cardi didn't do anything that was unforgivable. And I was just like, wait a minute, what? Oh, my God. Unforgivable. So moving on to footages. So what happened then is Cardi got in, got on. I don't want you to fall asleep and while her you thorn, are her giving us the run. La Thornberry's wig on. Right. And she says that how could she have possibly gotten ragged by Thanos if there's so many footages from that night from so many angles and there are so much footages from all over the place though so how could it be oh Oh my goodness the lies you lie so much you can't keep up with it she also says that oh oh my god there was so much would you like a drink she also said that i'm gonna fix a drink Nicki Minaj didn't want to do... No, she blamed Cardi for 21 Savage not wanting to do the No Flags video. Yes. She said that... um, Let's just scroll back up. I just... Like, who fucking... This is so stupid. I don't even care. I'm not even going to continue, to be honest with you, because I'm honestly not even in the fucking mood, and this this shit is stupid. I mean, yeah, I can tell that you really don't give a shit. It's so fucking dumb. Fuck both of y'all. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, you both look good. You both got songs that are fine. Leave one another the fuck alone and encourage these fucking 12-year-olds who should honestly be paying attention in homeroom to leave y'all motherfuckers alone 
too. Really what we need to do is we need to create an app for parents so that when y'all are buying these motherfuckers smartphones, these motherfuckers being your children, when y'all are buying these motherfuckers these smartphones that you can somehow make, I don't know how it will be possible, but we need a way to start telling y'all that your babies are on here threatening to kill people's kids. It's strange and we know that you don't know they're fucking doing it. You little weird motherfuckers mm. need to be paying attention in social studies. Not threatening to run over culture or threatening to burn down Nicki Minaj's fucking house or whatever the fuck you weird ass children are doing. It's been a lot. Your parents are not like letting you run up all of their data mm-hmm. for you to be out here threatening people or arguing to, to fight other 15 year olds in the motherfucking um, in the schoolyard over women that don't know you. I'm tired. I'm tired. Well, it's all dumb. I don't give a fuck. Lie detector tests? You asking this bitch to come and take a lie detector test to find out who was lying about who got beat up at a party that none of us were at? What kind of special victims unit paternity test ass bullshit beef is this? Who the fuck cares about who had to deal with Fashion Nova first or Diesel? White men from model companies are talking about who is the real queen. This is madness. Go vote. Go vote. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Who cares? We don't give a fuck that Cardi B doesn't write her raps. We know that Cardi B doesn't write her raps. She's had footages in this video 18 goddamn times. We know she don't write the fucking raps, Onika. We don't care. They sound good. Niggas out here don't write their fucking raps either. My nigga, oh my God, you think oh, we don't know? Okay. Half the niggas that you do features for don't write their fucking songs either, bitch. We never looked at her the same as, as, as you. We've never looked at her. The motherfuckers that do seriously compare Cardi B's artistry or writing ability to Nicki Minaj's are also, once again, niggas who should be paying attention in geography. Who the fuck cares? Nobody who is out here paying rent and insurance and car notes either cares or really takes the, like, why can't you just take your own shit seriously and mind your motherfucking business? And Cardi B, why can't you tell your little sister to also stay off the fucking internet if somebody runs up then they can get done up that's the period like it's like you you going everywhere else to fight somebody anyway like why the fuck do you care that these 15 year olds are on here harassing you change your fucking number you think that you're going through something brand new that other celebrities haven't gone through my nigga y'all are here in the craziest fucking wigs talking about lie detector tests and capsule collections and boyfriends Go vote! Who fucking cares? This is dumb. The best part about this this latest era in the Nicki Minaj shenaniganery, <laughs> the barb card foolishness, <laughs> the barb Barty brawl. The best part about oh, this man. is that they both allegedly ended this off on some. <clears throat> I'm tired of it. Let's move on. Let's be done with it. I just want to get, you know, onto my own thing. I don't buy it from either one of them, just like I didn't buy it the first three times that y'all pretended that you did it. But I would really, like, if y'all think y'all tired, nigga, we exhausted. The only people who are genuinely having a great time like this are niggas who are messy who don't have anything better to do and the motherfuckers that are going to follow you into hell and back regardless of what the fuck you're talking about. The barbs of the carbs, you could tell these, Nicki Minaj talking about you can't control your sister, but I can't. You think I can control millions of fans? You can't control all of these motherfuckers, but you, what you could do is tell them to go into their mama's kitchen and get a knife and carve your name into their arm, and you'll get tons of bloody photographs with your name into some fucking teenager's arms. That's how much influence you have over there. And really, it's scary. 
But as we've said, that's a conversation that's separate. It's not exclusive to Nicki Minaj. It's not exclusive to Cardi B. It's weird shit that is like, that needs to be addressed separate of this. Mm -hmm. But y'all have encouraged on both sides these junior high and high school students to be messy to both of y'all and then claim to be tired. I'm real tired. I can tell. I can feel it. I'm real tired. I know, friend. Because next week, by this time next week, I could hear that we're really going to Hades. You think I give a fuck about Invasion of Queen? (laughs) Suck my dick. I don't care. Shut up. Okay. That's it? That's all. (laughs) Well, I laughed a lot at footages at the footage was hilarious <laughs> you know I cackle quite a bit the uh the the fucking convenient line I laughed I enjoyed some of it but you know overall this is just doomed to repeat itself so both of them are like I believe both of them are lying about certain things and I think both of them are telling the truth about certain things but ultimately I don't care you think I'm really about to do some motherfucking Hardy Boys Nancy Drew ass bullshit and try and find out who got beat up at a party I wasn't at and I don't know either one of y'all and Nan niggas. Nan, one of y'all niggas are paying my bills. Who the fuck? I don't get Amen. Well. And there are so many other girls out here who are way more talented. Let's. Okay, I I'm saw finished. Megan Thee Stallion on stage somewhere and I was like, hmm. <sighs> maybe should be getting more into that and less into this other dumb shit. But if that's it for the hot tops, then let's take a break. Okay. Uh, Letters. Yes, we're back. Send your questions to ask3 at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. We have an update from Samantha. If you'll remember, she uh, emailed us last week about the coats for the babies, her brother's kids, yes. the, that situation, mm-hmm. that whole thing. So she emailed us back and said, after I sent the letter to you, I made up my mind to get the kids some coats. I asked her for the sizes of all three and she responded. The day after the show aired, I put three puffy coats in an online shopping cart, but for whatever reason, didn't check out. I don't know why, but I do that all the time, I guess, to keep myself from being a compulsive shopper. The next morning, the baby mama texted me with, that's okay. I immediately replied, what's okay, even though I knew that was her way of saying, I'm good, love, enjoy. That was Friday. She hasn't responded since then. So I think she just wanted the money and thought she could use me as her personal crisis ATM. I am done being that for her. In the words of Kip Fury, I am not the one or the two. Thank you so much for your kind words and advice, et cetera, et cetera. Apparently, there's a read podcast fan group on Facebook. Yeah, I heard about this. Okay, got it. So I guess she's rolling deep over I know there. But nothing about Facebook. So. <laughs> I have never seen this. I literally just log on once a week to post the link for the new episode, and then I log back off. So, but I hope y'all enjoying yourselves in this um, podcast fan Facebook group. I guess I don't and, even know what to call it. But good for you, girl. I'm glad that you didn't get sucked into something again but that's kind of sad we definitely did say that you know offering to get to give her coats first rather than money would possibly you know answer some questions right so that is very interesting but she told you that's okay so i guess it's okay so it's all right then don't worry about the goats girl we got it pressure right off your back you go right back to taking care of your own damn children amen let's move on our first letter this week comes from Devereaux, who says, 
Well, you know, that's the name he gave us. He said, I never really have the chance to get involved with my my favorite podcast communities because of my hectic work schedule. So when the advertisement for Trilloween 18 New York came up, I jumped at the chance to go. I DM'd all my friends before the tickets went on sale to get the ball rolling. Only one friend agreed, but I figured less people, less drama. I bought my ticket at noon as soon as they went on sale, but she dragged her feet a little and bought hers that next Friday. But she did buy the ticket, so I didn't see it as a red flag. She goes to New York a lot, so I assumed she was going to stay with one of her male friends and I would get a hotel room of my own. But she suggested that we get a room together. Male friends are shared. (laughs) Okay, you're right. Uh, I was shocked but happy because we could split the cost. She she suggested that she book the room and I cash up her the money, which was fine with me. I figured since she goes to New York often, she might know where to find the best deals on a room. About a week or so before Trilloween, I called her to confirm the room arrangements and she said she would have to hold off until the next week because she had to get her money right. Okay. I understood because she got a DUI a few months ago and she's still paying for her lawyer and the other costs. <laughs> so many things you could Shade again, out. right. So many things. <laughs> We see what you're doing. So the Monday before Trilloween comes and I hit her again about the room and other travel plans. She says she won't get paid from her job until the day of the party. I'm freaking at this point because I didn't have any backups and didn't want to go alone. So I asked her if she just wanted to cancel and she said, no, we'll be okay. I book last minute all the time and it's no big deal. Mm. So I bought my costume, booked a rental car, took a half day off work to make sure everything would be in order. Friday came and she just says the room cost is way more than either of us would be willing to pay. So we could just go to New York and turn around and come right back the same night. I knew that was a terrible idea as drunk and high as I was planning to be. And we don't both need DUIs. So I resigned myself to the fact that I wasn't going to be able to go. Wow. So you hate this bitch now. (laughs) I could have cried from the disappointment. She then suggested that we go to Philly instead and link with some of her friends. I agreed because at least then the night wouldn't be a total waste and all the money I spent would have been mildly worth it. But of course, those plans fell right on through and we ended up going out in D.C. Uh I spent hundreds of dollars to go out in my own damn city. I never had the chance to wear my costume and everybody keeps asking me how the trip in Trilloween was. The IG pics from that night don't help either. I'm so mad. Every time I think about it, I want to scream. I just posted some too. Is this? Oh, yeah. He he said they don't help either Kid Fury, but I figured. I mean, that's my part. Right. It was given. Uh, Let's see. So do y'all think this is my fault for letting it get that far? I guess you mean letting it go that long without having the room booked. Or do you think I don't have the right to be mad? I don't think this is a friendship ending offense, but hell, the way I feel right now, I can't bring myself to talk to her. Then he said some more very nice things. Thanks for being yourselves. Love, Devereaux. (laughs) Well, you are mad today. Pissed. We don't both need DUIs. I mean, Jesus. So, um, I that's totally... That's smart. You're I mean, right. No. Y'all don't both need DUIs. You're right about that. That's true. It's just, like, if you know that you're about to have mm-hmm. that kind of night and that's the night that you want and deserve... Right. That's just the smart, smart and responsible thing to do. Right. Um, hey, man, I don't think that you, um... I don't think that you should feel uh, upset with yourself or whatever for waiting so long or trusting that your friend would, um... 
come through or whatever in the end, I definitely would not have done the same personally. I'm not the type of last minute girl, especially if I'm if I'm going out of town type shit. I like to have things situated yeah. on where in w- the city or place, wherever it is that I'm going to be, I'd like to have them waiting for me upon arrival. Amen. I don't like to land in some place and then be like, well, what? Na-? Like, I don't like <laughs> Now we got to figure out where we going? Oh, no. Oh, until no. the day before or the day of to know where we stand, if we stand. Like, I don't like any of that kind of stuff. Right. Because, I mean, people should know that the longer you wait, the more expensive things cost, Mm -hmm. first of all. But even past that, I'm just, I would say now you know that this is probably something that you want to do just with anybody in similar situations moving before. Like, I'm not going to be waiting last minute. I'm going to book my things. And here it is. And that's just what it is so you don't have to I literally just had a conversation like this not too long ago um yeah talk to your friend let your friend know that you're bummed and why and you're disappointed and come to some sort of an understanding on um what you both need or expect out of situations like this if you plan on traveling again in the future because some people are like the opposite of me when it comes to travel some people are just completely laid back, go with the flow. Oh, you know, there are hotels everywhere. Oh, no, I cannot do that. We can just, some, a lot of people really don't like. No, I have to know where I'm going to lay my head. Where am I going to shower when I get off of the plane? I need to know that before I get on the plane. Niggas will like fly into like fucking Brazil or some place they've never been before and oh, just be no. like, oh, help. <laughs> like, I don't, what? I've never been that adventurous in my life. I can't do <laughs> no, it. No, I don't have that spirit. Um, but now you know, you know, if this is that like first experience you've had with that friend, you kind of are learning more about what to expect from that friend. Yeah. I feel for you. I think you have every right to be super disappointed and to express that to her like, bitch, I was looking forward to this. And had you not played with me about the hotel room thing, I would have booked it myself, you know, way in advance and just made the plan to go alone. Or I would have, you know, sold the ticket and been like, I'm not going to make it and and wouldn't have spent all that money. Like, she really fucked you over with her bullshit. I would say... It, once that Monday ran, rolled around and she said she wasn't going to get paid till later that week, I would have been like, all right, girl, I already see how this is going to yep. go. <laughs> you're not going to New York. So now I have to decide, am I going to New right. York? Because you're clearly not going to make right. it. And then be like, oh, we could just go to Philly and hang out with my friends. Which I don't want to hang out with Bitch, your friends. No shade. I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to Trilloween. I had a costume. I was ready. <laughs> Bitch, I wanted to go. Like, your friends, I'm sure their party was fun, but it was natural weed, and that's where I wanted to be. So, yeah, you have every right to be mad, and if she acts like there's something wrong with you for being upset with that, then you can, you know, think about breaking up with her in a friendship way, but... Sounds like you just probably need some time to get over how disappointed you are. I mean, you already got to release the DUI shade to us twice. And I hope you felt better letting that out. I'm sure that makes you feel a little bit better. Um, Yeah. Good luck to you. Our next question comes from Dynasty, who says, I am a single bisexual woman, and I have known my male best friend for the past 12 years. We started out as friends, helped each other through bad divorces, and have been a shoulder for each other throughout the years. It took us a long time to cross the friendship lines. And when our our relationship didn't work out, we decided to just hang out and do our dirt together. Mm. And then there's a weird smiley emoji here. Okay. Like devious. Okay. So fast forward to my birthday in January. Because I gave him another threesome for his birthday in November, he decided to return the favor for me. (sighs) 
Oh my god, y'all I was giving threesomes away like watches. Like I feel I'm a loop, but anyway, I was unaware that he had been in touch with a transgender woman named Chantel, and after drinks and a couple of blunts with friends at the bar, we ended up at her house. She was gorgeous, and we immediately started to kiss, and things progressed to the bedroom. She laid me down, began to undress me, and then there it was, a massive dick that made my eyes pop out my head. As she put a condom on, I glanced over at my friend, and him seeing the look on my face... He smirked and gave the head nod to continue. This woman made me scream in excitement like I have never done before, especially with that nigga. This made him uncomfortable because he quickly quickly went from jacking off and enjoying the show. Is this the email that has that completely dressed headline you mentioned earlier today? Oh my god! I decided not to say that part so that you would not be biased when I decided to read it. Huh, uh, yeah. And he went to completely dressed, sitting in a chair in the corner with his head in his hands. After an hour and 20 minutes of various positions and orgasms on both her and my part, he said, OK, let's go. The ride home was silent, minus him saying I didn't have to do all that screaming. And now we barely talk. OK. Should I just chalk this up to his ego and still try to be his friend? Chantel and I have kept in touch and we hook up at least once a month, but he doesn't know. Do you think I should tell him? Thanks, Dynasty. This is her male best friend? Yes. And so I guess they started hoeing together when their relationship didn't work out. So that's where the threesomes back and forth. Right, 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 right. So they were in a relationship. Right. I think I feel like we usually just see this with like two niggas or two women. And it's very rare to see like a woman and a man teaming up to do some hoe shit like this. I, I don't see this very often. Not a man and a woman that aren't a right, couple. Right, right. Not like some swinger shit, but just we friends and we like fucking bitches and niggas together. Sure, like the, that's actually way more common than I think we're thinking it is. I mean, maybe. Like I know it is. Way maybe more just me and my friends don't. Dude, yeah, no. That. <laughs> we're yeah. just not like that. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is not somebody like if you guys are just male, male. But I don't shut up. <laughs> if you guys are just best friends, um, that you know have sexual experiences and stuff together, mm-hmm. I don't think that you owe his ego anything. Personally, I think maybe as a friend, you could try to be like, "Are you good?" <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, like, "You feeling okay?" All right, is there anything? Let's expand on why it is that you're seeming to feel a little insecure that Chantel broke my back better than you did. I don't right. know. Right, it's like he's really in his feelings because she seemed to have because right because Dynasty was enjoying the sex with Chantel way more than she ever did with his ass. <laughs> it's like, but if you have like, this is the thing. This okay. See, why does he care? Right, like you can't be set. What? This is weird. You can't be set up to be having no threesomes with anybody and then be in your feeling about the threesome afterwards. Do you think that y'all aren't going to be participating in, in threesomes and eventually meet someone that is going to maybe stimulate them mm-hmm. in a way that you didn't, that you don't, or maybe they just haven't had a really good orgasm in a minute? And it, like, this is human nature. Like, I can't with, with people taking threesomes seriously afterwards. Please don't. Especially if you're not, like, if he was your nigga, like, if we're talking about your boyfriend of many years, your husband, or something like that, then sure. But nigga, like. Yeah. What, let's not do whole shit together if you're going to be in your feelings about it afterwards. Yeah, I think this is less to do with ego and more to do with feelings, honestly. Because I don't. I feel like most other men, like, you came here to watch us fuck. So, like, why would you not enjoy the fact that I'm enjoying it? Like, that right. What's the weird? Right. That doesn't make sense unless you have, 
you know, feelings for me that you haven't talked about or aren't willing to acknowledge that, you know, make you upset to see me getting pleasure by somebody else. Like, that's the only thing that I can think of that makes this, you know, begin to make sense. Because otherwise, again, like you said, why would he ever agree to do this? Like, why would y'all ever have threesomes and all that sort of shit in the first place? So I think you need to talk to him about whether he really does have feelings for you. And maybe y'all didn't work out because... Yeah, I wasn't ready to give up hoe shit, but it sounds like y'all need to stop hoeing together. And yeah. maybe you and Chantel just need to keep whatever y'all do yeah, private look, and away from him or find somebody else to join the two of you. But... You and Shani are having a blast. And you know what, girl? You deserve <laughs> There's no reason for that this to be a thing like in the a past. sounds like a great time. <laughs> so, I say, you know, continue to have your fun. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that's definitely something to look out for because, bruh, like, what? Right. They don't make no... Why would you be in your feelings? Like, what is the point? Shouldn't you be just be enjoying the fucking, like... What's the point? All right. So, I want you to pick the last one. There's either one about a roommate or one about lesbianism. Hmm. Let's do the lesbians. Okay. Had a feeling you would say that. Yep. Um, I am going to give her a fake name as well. This lady's name is... Enid. Enid. Enid says, I'm a 23-year-old black lesbian woman. I come from a close religious black family. My cousin Jacob asked me to tutor his daughter throughout the school year, and he pays me monthly for my services. Okay. While I've been tutoring Jada, that's the little girl's fake name, she asked me where my boyfriend was. Since my partner is a whole-ass dyke, I understood why she was confused. (laughs) Calmly and kindly, I explained to her that my girlfriend is still a woman, even though she wears men's clothing. She then asked why I have a girlfriend instead of a boyfriend. Mm. She was fascinated and opened up about liking girls, too. I didn't get too deep into her coming out to me because time was running out in our tutoring session. And frankly, her daddy don't pay me enough to stay later than I need to. No, that's right. Fast forward to this week. (laughs) Jada's father, Jacob, called my phone to ask why his 10-year-old daughter is telling him that she has a girlfriend and asking me why I made her gay. Instead of dragging his broke, cheating, raggedy ass to filth, I quickly explained to him that there's no such thing as making someone gay. After a few minutes of going back and forth, he asked for an apology, and I swiftly hung up in his face. Work. Later that evening, he sent a message stating that I was rude and no longer welcome in his home or around his child. Oh, no. Admittedly, I am a little hurt by this. I know Jada is going to need a safe space, especially being raised by ignorant, homophobic ass niggas. Furthermore, baby girl needs this damn tutoring because she's not the brightest candle on the cake. Nonetheless, I refuse to kiss her daddy's ass and apologize to any man for shit. How would you have handled this situation? Should I apologize for the, sh- for the sake of Jada? Thanks, Enid. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> Honestly, everybody who wrote in a letter this week decided to drag well. their friends family. <laughs> <laughs> the baby too damn Woo. they all oh, got it oh wow <laughs> she ain't even do anything <laughs> just saying I uh, got to keep working with her she needs it <laughs> um um you know this is something that I worry about yeah like people being like uh get away from my child you fucking dyke <laughs> Like, I don't want you influencing her, having her thinking dikey thoughts. 
This is unfortunate for, you know, several reasons, including that one. Um, it being a relative, her needing the relationship that she had with you, not just as a tutor, but also as someone. Because, again, this girl, this little girl could be, you know, straight as an arrow. She's a little girl. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, she... Who knows? <laughs> at that age, she could just be like, my best friend, I love her shoes. And she's just so pretty. I think I, that means I like her, right? Like... Right. <sighs> because when you're 10, liking people doesn't mean what it means when you're 40. Oh, my God. And, like, we've all been 10. Like, if you... If, like, if, so... You don't remember once again, as usual with this sort of thing, grown-ups are, you know, destroying the fabric of this child's mind. Yes. Who was just trying to figure out how the world and things were. Right. She thought you had a boyfriend. She realized she was wrong. <laughs> she had some additional questions. You answered them, and she's like, and that's, cool. She's like, oh, I get All it right. now. Hmm. And it could have been the end of it. It could have. Until her dumbass daddy <laughs> said that you made her gay. Man, so I feel like there are only two ways to go with That's this. Ignorant. It's just, and it's unfortunate because niggas should know better, but they just refuse. How about you worry about all of the ways that you're trash affecting your daughter rather than your daughter just liking who she's going to end up liking anyway? Like, like she. What you could have done when she said that <laughs> is turn around and been like, oh, so you think you like a little girl at school? What's her name? What about her do you like? How do you feel when you see her? Like, you could talk to her about those feelings <laughs> and let her know, well, look, regardless of who you like, daddy loves you and you met her. I don't care who you have a crush on. You better not bring no bees in this house or whatever. Like, whatever. You don't feel that way. A regular, like, you could have not been terrible about this, but you reacted in pretty much the worst way. And I just don't... Only thing I feel her on is, like, the, the part about being, like... The part about being concerned with how her father's homophobia is going to affect her, mm-hmm. you know, through the years. Right. Being someone who has gone through it yourself, I'm assuming, uh, whether it's from family or school or wherever, you just understand how that works. Right. And so I understand, like, the... You know, the feeling feeling bad or being hurt by it. Um, but I don't know. Like, maybe I feel like maybe you could try to have a conversation with your cousin about why what he is saying and thinking is so ignorant. Um, if he's willing to listen. If he's willing to listen. That he really doesn't even understand how sexuality works and that this is a baby. Right. And that she's not like... Yeah about to go and be Ellen tomorrow. Like, and, and, like, you're not teaching her that there's something wrong with being gay. You're teaching her that she can't talk to you about the way she feels. Exactly. Like, this is all bad. Because even if she parenting. does end up to like girls, right. she will just She's not like tell girls you. Right. and just keep it from you. Yeah, they're going to be writing notes like they did to me. Nigga, we're going to be sneaking <laughs> on the phone, talking after school. And honestly, Depending on your environment, depending on, like, your connections with people, that could be dangerous. Yeah. That could be, like, a really scary road to go it down. It really could. So, at the very least, you want to be able to have, like, have your child be open and comfortable enough to talk to you about how they're feeling without fear of persecution or judgment. Yeah. And then, you know. Unlo- if you can say that to this cousin. <laughs> if you can. If not, girl, what you can do is talk to your guy. 
Yep. Um, about blessing that baby's life and journey. Yes. Send up some prayers that maybe she will get a competent heterosexual tutor to get her through um, her schoolwork. Because let me tell you what I would not do, and that's apologize to this nigga. Oh, no, that's absolutely never not doing that. Not a day. Jada does need, you know, an influence in her life that isn't ignorant, but I'm not going to apologize to a nigga who does not deserve it nope. period I'm not doing that so I would wish her little ass the best on her spelling tests and things of that nature but I don't know it's just like there's nothing you can do she's not your child exactly. you can't go in there and be like I refuse to allow y'all to poison right. this baby's mind with your bigotry like they can do it if they want to right. all you can do is try to reach out and then if they reject it Girl, I'm sorry. Then they just, you know, that's part of the pain of being LGBT is the risk that people are not going to fuck with you because of it. And but, you know, I would also point out that he wasn't worried about you turning his daughter gay when you started tutoring. He knew you was gay then. And I don't understand why he thinks that. Like, <laughs> So was she just caught in now out of nowhere like this? His his reason for feeling this way doesn't make any sense because there's never like a logical justification for bigotry. So good luck to you and Jada, especially God be with that baby. Yep. If you have questions about the insane bullshit going on in your life, let us know about it at asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Okay. So it's time for the read. It is. <laughs> so, I will just get mine out of the way really quick. Okay. Um, so I read online this week this uh, producer named, I believe his name is Adi Shankar. He is producer for this show, Castlevania, on Netflix. He did like Dread and some other stuff. But, okay. Um, so have you heard about the controversy behind the Simpsons character Apu? Yes. I, I think I saw part of that documentary. Okay. So uh, this guy, Addy, says that he... Okay. So, okay. <laughs> Let me dial it back a second. He started like a crowdsourcing script contest sort of a thing amidst the controversy. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know or whatever... Lots of Indian American, South Asian American uh, mm -hmm. citizens have been dragging the yes, character and the stereotypes surrounding that Rightfully character. Rightfully so. Right. And not until I was grown did I realize how many like preconceived biases I had about South Asian people because of that show. Right. Just kind of like made me like, oh wow, that's fucked up. Oh, the point so sharp. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. Like <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um. But yeah, uh, so he picked a winner for this script that they were looking for, which was basically an effort to take the character and have a funny but insightful conversation about um, everything that they're discussing right. for the show. He said that he didn't believe that Fox was going to pick it up. And so most recently... Um, he said that he like heard from some people connected to the show that they're going to eventually get rid of the character anyway or announce that they're getting rid of the Apu character altogether. Oh, okay. So, not so long after that, one of the producers from The Simpsons said something like, um, 
Adi Shankar doesn't speak for our show. We wish him the best and everything, but he doesn't represent The Simpsons. Or, like, he's not a, a producer on The Simpsons. Um, didn't confirm or deny what he said. Okay. And homie sounded like, he was like, I spoke to this person over there and this person over there and right. the third person who's best friends with the creator. <laughs> and I spoke to Bart and Homer Bitch, and everybody else. They're getting rid. So... Whether or not they get rid of the character has nothing to do with my read. What annoyed me is the reaction to I got I saw from it, which I fully expected, um, which is people being upset with the people who are criticizing the character and the stereotypes of the character rather than the white people who made the goddamn character in the first place based the character yes. off of Indian American or Indian uh, South Asian stereotypes. Yeah. Um, even the guy who voices him, who's like some white Jewish guy, I think he's what? Spanish Jewish or something. It's not even an Indian man doing the voice. Absolutely not. So, oh, no, of course not. He, even he has said, you know, like when he realized how many people were being bullied, just like based off of that character, mm-hmm. how many people were harassed or bullied with the voice or, you know, the image or whatever, which is typical, you know, white American bullshit. And I'm sure it's not just uh, exclusive to this country because The Simpsons is global. Um, That that made him feel really bad. And ever since then, he completely has understood, like, where the criticisms and, like, the call to change or whatever you want to call it has come from. To me, the thing, again, that is so annoying about the reaction and the way that like the Simpsons has reacted to the controversy in the past is again, sort of similar to something I spoke about recently. I don't remember if it was last week or not, but like y'all, a lot of racists are just lazy people. Like what you, you claim to like love the character, think the character is so funny, et cetera, et cetera. And here you have people that are a part of this actual community that are saying, hey, let's take the character to a new place. Let's evolve it. Let's keep the character in the show, but let's have conversations right. about what we're talking about in a funny way that can move it on in an insightful and smart way where people don't feel belittled, further marginalized, yeah. or attacked because because of this character and what they are if this is true right if what he's saying is true and they're going to get rid of the character the people behind the simpsons said fuck that yeah. let's just get rid of him altogether how are you mad at at the people who are being attacked by the fuck are being attacked because of the character right. in the first place are felt shamed or belittled or or mocked or whatever you want to say because of that character. How are you mad at them? Wow. The character could very well still exist in one way or the next and they could have like y'all like what I'm trying to say I think is that racists don't like to learn. Like I guess yeah. you just I don't know why. Like why do you want to be stupid? I like to learn things. I'm yeah. not the sharpest tool in the drawer, but I like to learn learn new things, especially when it comes to like different types of people, and especially when it comes to like humanity and society and shit. White people love going to all kinds of different countries in the summer or the winter. You love going all over the place and bringing back their garments and artifacts and statues and shit like that so that you can act like you're actually cultured in one way or the next. But when those same people who are a part of those races and cultures who live here right. are saying, hey, these are the 
the ways that you are shitting all over us. You're like conditioned to immediately be like, fuck you. You're just trying to impede on my American Don't rights. Don't talk about me. Oh my gosh, we can't have anything fun or nice. Like, <laughs> what? what? Trash. So, yeah. I don't know if anything that I just said even makes a lick of fucking sense, but I'm just so tired of ignorant people fighting to remain ignorant. It would cost you nothing to just be <laughs> like, let's take this character that was clearly born Man. in racism and move forward because people really don't like racism. Shocking. Except racist. I mean, I really clearly remember white kids calling Indian kids Apu as like an insult. As in, like not even. I remember that. As a way to be mean. because that's who they were. Yeah. I remember that clearly. And as a kid, did not understand, you know, the impact of it. But as an adult now, I'm like, wow, that was really fucking irresponsible of The Simpsons. And for that show to still be on after like 30 years. And y'all would rather just drop the Indian character altogether instead of acknowledging that you have fucked up in his representation. It's just like. You don't have to do that. You could just... I remember an episode of Broad City, maybe in their first or second season, Alana used to wear these earrings that said, like, Hot Latina or something like that. I remember that episode. And then there was another one a couple seasons later where she acknowledged that it was, like, racist of her to do that. Her character was like, girl, I have grown since then. I don't do that racist bullshit no more. You know, one love, all people, whatever. Whatever she said. I'm just like... Why don't more people who do shows do that? Why not just say, damn, you're right. I fucked up. My bad. Did not mean to offend Latinas. What's the problem? And I see how it did. (laughs) Because if Cardi B had like big badass Jew earrings or whatever, y'all would be like, no, hold the phone, bitch. We hold on just one fucking second. And you would be right in saying that. So I don't understand why more of you can't take the Alana Glazer approach instead of the what's the creator of The Simpsons? Matt Matt something groaning. Graining. Groaning. Instead of that motherfucker who certainly has more money than like anybody could ever count. It's like you could just do the right thing here. It's just so like it's I feel like it's a common thing. So you probably won't. Like what's the allergy to like sense? (laughs) Honestly, is there something about white privilege that keeps you from partaking in good sense is is that it somebody need to look into that maybe that's where their life force is hidden or something i don't know but you don't have no reason to be mad at anybody who is fighting for the right type of representation for themselves people that look like them people who are who are from the same places as them if there's anybody that you should be upset at you should be upset at the dumbass white honky (laughs) foolish boys who made the foolishness in the first fucking place to have to have us in a place now where we have to even talk about it which is just outrageous so all right is that it that's all for me well this week i have two stories i want to talk about really quickly and then i will get out of your way let y'all get back to your candy eating first i'm going to talk about candace owens who this week had to apologize after kanye west who is still on our sick and shut in list walked back his Walked back his comments for the third time? Fourth time? I don't even know. But he is apologizing to you niggas again, promising he won't ever do it again, again, and all that. Um, And he also made sure to let everybody know that them ugly-ass Blexit t-shirts that came out were not his design. He didn't have nothing to do with them. I haven't even seen them. He introduced... Well, they're hideous, so... He introduced Candace to the person who made the logo. This is what he said. They didn't want their name on it. 
can't blame him. And so she used his, etc. His eyes are now open, blah, blah, blah. Focusing on being creative. Don't care. So <clears throat> I wanted to talk about this, not because of Candace Owens, who is a dumb piece of shit. Like just, Candace Owens is just a black Tommy Lauren. She's not are, worth the energy at all. And at that's why none. I have never chosen to cuss her out on this show because she's literally not worth not it. Not at all. Oh, however, Candace Owens is a motherfucking liar because she said that I never once said that Kanye designed the T-shirts for Blexit. However, no, she did not explicitly say he designed the T-shirts for Blexit. But when you were at the Turning Point USA's Young Black Leadership Summit, which I'm sure was just a bunch of self-hating ass niggas in the sunken place all together clapping for one another. She said that this logo, these colors were created by my dear friend and fellow superhero Kanye West. There's a transcript of this. There's video of this. And the T-shirts and the hats have the exact same logo on it. So if you said he designed it and that's what's on the shirt, then you're calling him the designer girl. I don't know why that escapes you as far as like common fucking sense but anyway what i really wanted to talk about is the fact that blexit is a name that already exists it was um it's an organization that was founded in 2016 by a woman named malia Connolly. she sent me an email because she founded it in response to the philando castile shooting she said, our community was broken and I was tired of marching and seeing our young people getting hurt and arrested in protests. I thought we needed another way. Brexit was happening and I thought the play on words was catchy. And then I discovered other people on social media using it in the same way, a word to describe black people exiting systems of economic oppression. So what their Blexit does is actually nothing at all like, of course, but it's nothing at all like what Candace Owens is talking about. Um, this Blexit community is a grassroots nonprofit organization made up of community members who are ready to address the inequity in our state and country. We gather to strategize ways to make an impact on the private and public sectors of our economy by investing in the black community and divesting from systems that have benefited from our pain. So this is all about black people having their own shit. I think they are getting um, funds and things together to start the first black owned or black run credit union or really any financial system in the entire state of Minnesota. Everything that they have been working on runs in direct contrast to what Candace Owens just decided a couple of days or weeks ago that she was going to use for the name of her bullshit conservative movement where black people or Kanye, whichever one of them brought it up first. <laughs> it don't matter. Two sides of the same dumb shithead ass coin. One of them dumb motherfuckers said it first. And so what y'all didn't bother to do, which blows my mind, is like run a quick Google search for Blexit to see if anybody was already using it. Like, I don't know why y'all didn't just do that. seems like a thing to do. So, uh, shout out to Malia for sending me this um, message because I did not know about that. And yeah. she said they have attorneys and PR people working hard to respond to this. If you go to their website, BlexitMN.org, you will see a, um, basically a splash page that says, Bitch, we are not that dumb nigga shit, Blexit. We don't have nothing to do with that. If you donated to us because you thought we were part of that, email us so you can get a refund <laughs> because we do not want your stinking ass MAGA dollars. And so I will be donating to them just because, just off the strength of that yeah, statement. Yeah, that alone. alone. That alone. Is worth but because I really believe in the cause and shout out to you, Malia, and other community members who are working to do something good after sue, such tragedy. Sue, 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 sue. If you can sue that bitch, 
bitch. I want you to sue that bitch. And for my last read, or the last thing I want to talk about this week, I don't know if you saw the clip of a black girl on Dr. Phil going around. I really didn't. Like, we are giving all the girls it like, was just shout outs too this much. week. It was too much. I really did not want to talk about this, child. <laughs> so I did because as soon as I saw it, I said, this is fake. I've, it's a 16-year-old girl. She's clearly black with two black parents. She's just black as hell. Her name is Treasure Richards. She went on Dr. Phil. Her name is Treasure Richards. Richards. And she went Mm, on Dr. mm, Phil mm. talking about how she is not black. African-Americans speak ghetto, which sis. Right. African-Americans speak ghetto is ghetto. Right. But okay. Right. (laughs) When it comes to black people, I think they're all ugly. I have nothing in common with with them. I act and think like a white person. I feel like African-Americans are really dangerous. This girl's mama and brother were on the show with her. And it just... (sighs) Didn't she say her idol or her? Did she say her idol was Kim Kardashian or her body was something like, Kim like Kardashian? that? Right. Something about how Kim Kardashian's body is better than black girls' bodies, and it's like she literally just took our shit. But it's fine. Exhausted. It's fine. I watched it and I laughed because I thought this was clearly a hoax. Like I could, I refused. I was to believe. certain she was trolling. Right. I mean, I just honestly refused to believe anything different and. No shade. Dr. Phil has pretty much always been a joke to me. I've never taken him seriously as a therapist. And so I just figured, I mean, I just kind of consider him like a therapy loving hip hop, like a whitey on look kind of. For a while, I got Dr. Phil and um, I'm not even sure Steve Dr. Wilkos confused. I honestly feel like, is Dr. Phil actually a doctor? He it gotta be a doctor. I'm not looking bro. it up. It doesn't matter. The point is that this actually was a huge lie. It was orchestrated by the Dr. Phil show because the little girl and her mama wanted a free trip to L.A. And... <laughs> Yeah, and the brother went along for the ride. And we only know this because Treasure has a 25-year-old sister named Nina who said, that bitch knows she's black. She's always known she's black. On TV, they mama said that she lied to Treasure about who her daddy was and she thought her daddy was white and she never knew her daddy wasn't white. And Nina was like, she knew good and goddamn well that that was her stepdaddy. Like, he lived in the house with us. We all considered him a father figure and he died. And so I guess since then, Treasure has just been kind of like doing whatever the fuck she wants to nina said you know she need to be in juvie because she out here not giving a fuck about nothing and running around crazy and but anyway her point was we are black as hell like black black blackity black from detroit proud of our heritage type of blacks and dr phil didn't care the producers wanted to spin this ridiculous narrative and that's why i think everybody on the show is a racist because when my sister said retard they were quick to correct her about how fucked that up that was when she said niggers though nobody had nothing to say and all this stuff and i just felt like okay now i know we're in the age of social media and like content is king and everybody's stressed over video and clicks and engagement and blah 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 all that dumb shit y'all care so much about but when we are at the point of having people it's not it's not even that this girl really believed this about herself 
It's just Jerry Springer in 2018. For your show, which is supposed to be about like mental health and taking care of yourself and like wellness and that sort of thing, allegedly, you know, on the surface, what it's supposed to be about. For y'all to then turn around and parade this girl on TV knowing good and fucking well she's lying. She's not even getting paid. It's like literally just a trip to LA. To use all that because you know that black Twitter and black Instagram, if that's a community, I don't know, are going <laughs> to spread this shit around and talk about about it and get your engagement up and blah, blah blah like that's the only reason because all of this is fake and so for what I just don't understand why Dr. Phil's producers want to be working on a reality show Mona does a way better job like if yeah, y'all are going to start better. doing scripted nah I'd be damned now nah, I'll be damned <laughs> we give Mona a lot but she ain't never put no whole black bitch in our faces and told <laughs> and told us to or told her to tell us that her ass ain't black and she don't like black people and they dirty and disgusting stupid monkeys or whatever the fuck <laughs> Dr. Phil had this girl saying it's just ridiculous and I can't believe Dr. Phil much like the Simpsons is even still on air but fuck out of here with this Treasure's mom need her ass whoop and Dr. Phil need his ass whoop <laughs> in that order cause all y'all are fucking wrong for this 16 years old child why would you even let your baby do that i was like sweetheart i don't know why you're doing this specifically but i know that this is not real she wasn't even believable in her like you know what i'm saying right in her delivery it didn't sound like she believed it It sounded like she was repeating what somebody told her to say it was honestly like to me maybe she thinks that somebody will give her a record deal like they did but she thinks she's right she thought that and that's honestly i read an essence article about it and that writer said she must be thinking she's gonna be the next cash me outside but bitch that don't happen like that for black folks you're just gonna get clowned and then we're gonna move on to the next exactly i was like well goddamn facts are facts america you can't argue with that. You are not going to be bad, baby, which did you know she's like a real thing? Yeah. Like people. Uh, OK, I'm sorry. I just this is incredibly irresponsible. And I'm thinking about Dr. Phil's white producers sitting down, writing all these like lines for this girl to say and just cackling and having a good old time. Not giving a fuck about the impact it has on the rest of us. So thanks and fuck you guys. And that's it. Well. That about wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Yes, it does. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. I see it's less than two hours. Maybe we should just let, tell Dwayne to let the dead air go until. <laughs> no, that's so rude. No, it'll be funny. They'll love it so much. No, they will not. Yeah, they'll laugh so No, much. that's so fucked up. Don't do that to people. Oh, well. You ain't shit. Do we have any news this week? Um... Thank you so much to everybody who came out to Trilloween this past weekend. Um, you guys are great. All of your costumes and things of that nature were also pretty great. Um, <sighs> coming up next on the docket, we have uh, the WNYC show, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is November. I'm trying to pull up the fucking shit and I can't find it. It is November. It's on my calendar. Do you want me to look it up? Yes. November 13th. There you go. <laughs> you it's, know and what? it's literally right in front of my face, too. <laughs> in Queens, New York at the Work It Festival. So we will see y'all there um, if you'll be there. And I think we're in Nashville, right? That very next Saturday. I believe so. Yes, that same Saturday. And then Denver, Seattle, and Miami. So tickets available for our upcoming live shows at thereadlive.com. Also, I just want to clarify... 
I did have a great time at um, Trilloween. Had so much fun with you guys. I did not snort any coke. Um, I wrote a tweet that was very, um, I guess, vague. It could have been interpreted in a lot of different ways. Well, what you did was retweeted a girl who said that she met you and did coke for the first Mm -hmm. time at the party. Yeah. And you retweeted like laugh my ass off Trilloween was a blast it was so a lot of people were like so did you do coke <laughs> yeah. and meet her at the same time I see how I, d- or... I see how I left that open for interpretation but no I, I mean not. I knew that you weren't at my damn party doing no damn coke <laughs> I was just like y'all was just y'all was just doing coke at the party but I guess I shouldn't be surprised I didn't see nobody doing coke I was outside smoking weed that's why the, the line the to the heads. bathroom was so fucking long oh I'm assuming damn y'all ain't shit for that do your coke in the corner and Alex was like you know you could I had to go so bad I was like you know you just skip the line right and I was like no I'm not gonna do that to these people they paid to come I can hold it bitch do you know that I was like dying oh while you hoes doing coke at my fucking function <laughs> I did go down there and I cut the line, but the person I asked first and they said yes, and then we took a selfie when we were done. Yeah, no, I just didn't like, like it. That apologize. line was too long. I know what the feeling is like to have to pee, and then somebody like, can you? Huh. Oh, no, I couldn't do it at all. But if I knew that y'all was just out there doing the Miley Cyrus and the Will Ford <laughs> bitch, then I would have definitely <laughs> cut the fucking line. No well, shade, had... they'll do what you want. Like, I mean, you know, it's illegal. Yeah, no, party however I'm, you want. I'm not judging to, you. Right. I just had a really good time. I was in a really social mood and. I met a lot of people who had so many kind things to say, and it was just so much fun. So shout out to everybody I saw at Halloween, and hope you guys had a fun and safe, almost said Thanksgiving. This is Halloween. All right. Anything else before we leave? No, just make sure that if you have not voted already, that you do so. Okay. Time's running down. All right. You should have early voting. Should have been a thing. If it wasn't, girl, you know the date. Come on, Georgia. All right. So make sure that you are where you need to be. Yes. And you cast your things. Because if you haven't heard, maybe you've been under a rock or a bunker or, you know, in some sort of a spell. And you just arrived here. But the the country is shit. It's really bad, you guys. It is shit. Trump and this birthright citizenships. It is shit. What was Voldemort's, um, what was his clit called? His clit. Click. Oh. I-Q-U-E. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. (laughs) Oh. What did Voldemort call his clit? It wasn't Voldemort's (laughs) angels. (laughs) What? That sounds like a strip club team. What was his, what was... Voldemort, or you mean the um, the the not Voldemort's team, the Death Eaters? Oh, I don't know why that. Are they his clique? Okay, I guess so. Technically, the Death Eaters. <laughs> Never mind. Are running amok. They are in the United States of They're America. They're taking our faces. They're hiding in the shadows. Okay. <sighs> And they're setting this whole thing up to go up in flames. We will Any be next. day now, yep. a skull will just pop up in the sky. Yeah. The flaming snake coming out of its mouth. Mm-hmm. And that will be the signal that Satan is arriving yep. on Earth. Yeah. By then, they'll probably have taken Trump out, you know, because they don't really need him. <laughs> you know, so. By then, it'll be too late. <laughs> yeah, there's no turning back when no. that happens. So oh, if if I miss the rapture, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be like, really? Gonna 
Was it the dyke? I'm probably. Was it the gay shit? It better not be the gay shit. I'm assuming like (laughs) gluttony, lust. Oh, okay. Oh Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about the other things. Pride. (laughs) The real ones. (laughs) I'm definitely going down for gluttony and lust. Well, I mean, you're not really a glutton. Maybe for candy. (laughs) Snacks of all kinds. (laughs) You were in here chewing them cookies. (laughs) Was that last week? You and them fucking cookies. Uh, I've done cookies, airheads. Um, I'm actually surprised I didn't open this bag of Takis. You saw the Takis was right there on the table. I was planning on snacking on these Takis. At some point, I just haven't started. This is the best bag, by the way. Pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. Oh, I'm going down for sloth. Oh, yeah, sloth is one. Sloth is my mood. I'm three out of seven. So, like, it's not looking (laughs) good for me out here. No, you kind of tiptoeing on that edge. Uh, So, again, please make sure that you go out and you vote. Um, And if if you're yes um, that's if you're listening to this i would imagine that you're going for the ivy that blue okay um <laughs> vote so blue mad. do what you gotta do vote blue i like it a slogan um and that's it all right you guys we will see y'all next week <laughs>